Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. podcast with me jake me ollie me jimmy this episode of the pod we're going to go back over yesterday's one all draw with blackburn rovers and talk about the transfer window and then look ahead to the charlton game so yeah enjoy We're good. Not too bad. Good. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Good, good, good. Still no win for you, Jimmy, and on here. Still no win, mate. But I'm getting used to it now. So oh. yeah. I'll, make, I'll make a point of having you on after we win next time. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> next week it'll be a. will be all singing and dancing again. So. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, as usual, we are still looking for a sponsor for the podcast. If you or anyone that you know is interested. Um, so feel free to get in touch via email. Uh, our email address is just from the finney at gmail.com. Yeah, yesterday it was a very average game, I think, is probably the best way to put it, between two sides that I think, well, obviously look very average. Um, we're still unbeaten yeah. you would, though, since 2001. And Alex Neal still hasn't lost against Blackburn. Yeah, I think... The last 10 games against Blackburn, I think we've won six, drawn three, and lost one. So that's going back quite a long time. Yeah, the only so, one we lost was that first season back up in the Championship, wasn't it? Yeah, 3-2 at Deepdale, was it? Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, uh, I don't know, we never, we just never got going, did we, yesterday? But I think ah. it's one of the first times I think Neil's openly basically said he was settling for a point. Because mm. he normally says he try and win every game, but... If you listen to what he said after the game, he was making no apologies for just settling for a point, which they were they were poor. Yeah, they, were, they... they weren't good. It was two teams who didn't want to lose, really. Yeah. Yeah. It was, so, think, it was just a bang average game. Yeah, I listened, I listened to the pod last week. I think someone said it was a must win, and I think, Jimmy, you said it was a must not lose, and I think that's how both teams approached it yesterday. Yeah. So It was, it was a funny game, weren't it, really? I mean... To go behind so early like we did. Criminal. Is, it was poor, yeah. It's a really poor pass by Tom Clark. And I think <clears> it better when it's actually got into our box as well. The, the, the defending was shoddy, to say the least. I thought Armstrong was a good, had a good game, though. I thought he looked yeah, really he lively all game. Um, he's always lively against us. Yeah, he's just got... He has got something about him, hasn't he? He's um, very lively. I thought we were solid and compatible. You know, apart from that... Second chance they had when it, they had one that flashed past the post because of Clark again. Yeah. Um, I didn't really think they created much. I thought... Rudd made, what, one or two saves, maybe? Yeah, he made a couple of good saves 
second half. That one at the end was a really good save. Yeah, I think um, he made a decent one in the first half as well, didn't he? Yeah, the one where he tipped round the post. Yeah. But had a good, decent game. Does this talk about Rangers today? It's not Rangers. Uh, West, West Ham, was it? West Ham, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll chat about that in a bit. But I, I think... Pass, but I thought it was a decent... It was one of them games that, if you'd said a point before the game, you would have, would have been happy with it. Yeah. Um, on reflection of the actual performance, or lack of performance, to be honest, it was... Um, it's not going to be remembered, is it, as a derby game? You know, no not really. Talk about it probably in forty-eight hours' time, to be honest, because it was wasn't the greatest game. But well, it's transfer window, isn't it? It was a, it was an average game, and people will just be looking at the next rumor, so it'll soon be forgotten about. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were. I think we were quite lucky that Nyambe got injured because I think he was their best attacking threat. <clears throat> as soon as he went off, I don't really think it, the game just petered out from there. I think. Yeah. But, yeah, but no, I couldn't even tell you. I'd say yesterday probably Rudd again was our best player. I don't think any, none of the front six did anything. No, not really. I thought Maguire Maguire's getting a lot of stick again last night, but I thought he was, he looked a bit sharper. I thought first half especially, I thought he was doing well. Yeah, his head's just gone. His head's gone when he gets around the eighteen yard box. He's just, his head's gone. But that one v one opportunity, I it's like that. just. It's like he just ran out of. He just because he started heading away from goal. I was. It was yeah. just a little bit confusing as to what he was doing. That, but that's confidence. That that yeah. that's a so there's a lack of confidence as to what where he's at as, as a player at the moment. Uh, yeah, looking at Armstrong yesterday, that's what I remember Maguire as. Yeah, someone like, who's direct and yeah. ran, ran yeah. players. And now Maguire, he just. It, I don't know if it's confidence or if he's lost his pace or better both, but. Yeah. You know, he's, when he's one on one with his fullback, I'd always back him to beat his fullback. Really, just not, this season you would have done as well. Yeah, won a couple of penalties mm. doing the same, but <clears throat> yeah, it's um, it's funny that since the penalties have dried up, so have our goals. Yeah, it's like six goals in thirteen games, and you know, it's shocking it's, that we we are. I think are we twenty first in the form table now, with nine mm-hmm. points from our last ten. Yeah, well, it like depends that. what form table you go off, doesn't it? How many, how many games? Well, I think, I think in the last ten games, I think we're twenty-first with nine points from ten games. Yeah, but I said it yesterday. I know it's hard to, but if you look at the last three away games, I'd take a point at all three. Yeah, absolutely, you would. If you if you dotted them into a forty-six game season, you'd look at it at the end of the season and think that's probably a good point. But because they've come three in a row, and then you've got three shit home games in the middle. Well, that 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 that's the problem, isn't it? The yeah. the shit home results. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not concerned. <laughs> well, I am slightly, but I, the home form. I'm just writing the Norwich game off because Ripley was playing, but the <laughs> the well, the Reading game and the Middlesbrough game. They were two very informed sides. I know. Obviously, you top, don't again. Not, top two have said form table. Yeah. At the time, I think we just, there, at least. Yeah, we just need to get back to scoring the, the first goal. But it's hard to score the first goal when no one in your team can score. So we're in. We just need a result. I think Neil has kind of accepted that we just need a result now. I think that was probably why he said what he said after the game, and just looking at that point as hopefully a springboard now to just push on. Um, 
Yeah, we're in a kind of similar situation. I think we lost four in a row. And then who did we play at home? Was it Fulham? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just got to grind out just any kind of win. So... I think these next three games will be a real test of our mental strength because, obviously, we've still got Barnsley, which we weren't expecting because, obviously, that's been put forward rather than back. Mm. So, Charlton and Barnsley, you know, two teams in the bottom six. And then Swansea, who obviously... They drew today, didn't they? So they'll be two points ahead of us now. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's if you can pick up sort of anything between four and seven points. If we can get nine, obviously great. But if you keep, as long as you keep picking up points in these games, you probably do need six. Actually, you probably do need two wins out of the three. Um, which won't be easy. But it's the fact that it gets us back on the wagon because at the minute, you know, the wheels have. Falling off, let's be honest, because and we're not scoring. My concern is that we're not scoring. Mm-hmm. I think if we're scoring goals, then the pressure would slightly be off Alex Neil, but yeah, because we're not creating, we're not scoring. You know, it took a wonder goal yesterday, let's be honest, from Arab, and yeah. it was a cracking strike, <clears throat> yeah, brilliant finish. Yeah. Um, which is what I, I suppose we're all hoping that Josh Harrop's capable of. Um, so it just depends what we get in. Where we, you know the the talk is that they're not even looking at a number nine, but I think we we definitely need one. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I've been told that they want a keeper and number nine. They still want a keeper, is what I've heard. But well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about that yeah. too, won't we? But yeah. I think just still on yesterday, um, I think it's evident that Tom Clark needs to be nowhere <clears> near the starting eleven. Honestly, when I. The usual you said to me yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, one minute past two. The usual reason that Alex Neal gives is just because of height or whatever. He goes for Clark because of height ahead of Fisher. I don't know what he was expecting. <clears throat> if he was expecting Gallagher to play on the left for them or what, but there's absolutely no justification for having Fisher on the bench no. uh, when 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 he's fit, in my opinion. Neil said after the game, I think, that Fisher had looked tired in the last couple of games, but he's if you use what three of the last precisely, he was he was he's been suspended for three games, and then so I don't. It was just a weird one. I just mm. I don't know. Just, I don't understand Position, why I did that. Yeah, positionally we dropped so much deeper without Fisher on the pitch. With Fisher, we're probably ten yards further forward. Yeah, because he, he's on the front foot. He wants to get forward, and I suppose attack is his first form of defence, really. And whether that's and I think that's probably what we did miss yesterday. We missed someone mm. that was going to be on the front foot because with Clark, he drops deep. And yeah. I mean, that second chance all came from Tom Clark dropping from the light. I think it was a free kick or it was a set piece. And, I mean, and he just dropped off. And it's like, well, he doesn't need actually need to be there. And there was a mm. couple of times when he were stepping into where Bauer was when he, and he made uh, such a massive space on the, on for our right for, for what was that Armstrong to get yeah. into on the, on their left hand side, mm. and he's he's a centre half and he's a League One centre half at that. And as much as you know, he's probably lived off that goal in 2013 or whenever it was against Blackpool. I, yeah. I think time has come now where his legs do look like they were slightly on the way out, and we probably have got ample backup. Um, mm. Oh, we've got Story Hunts. Um, yeah. Bauer, obviously, and Davis are the first two. 
But they're your two backup centre-halves in terms of Hunts and, and Story. So he's going to be fifth-choice centre-half or third-choice right-back. Mm. For him to start in a derby game when I, I still don't understand the logic in chucking him in, to be honest. <clears throat> no. I think what you've described is just him trying to protect himself. Because you're not daft. He's going to know that he's one-on-one against Armstrong. He's got no chance. So, But Alex Neil, Alex Neil must have known that. So I, I, just, I can't get my head around that one. Weird, isn't it? But, but he came in. Who did he come in against? It wasn't over the game before Leeds. No, he played Cardiff away. Yeah, Cardiff. That was it. Yeah, and he looked solid, but that was because Fisher was unavailable. Mm. I just got. Yeah, no I, I think Fisher's one of the better right backs in the league, full stop. So there's not a chance Clark can start the next game anyway, but. It's it's just a bit, and on the other side, Hughes is just becoming a major issue. Yeah, because he can't get, can't play more than three or four games. So Rafty was fine yesterday, but the so balance. Had a solid game yesterday. He had a solid game, but yeah. he, like you say, the balance just it, it knocks us off a stride a little bit because he has to come. <clears> in. He has yeah. to show. He has to shadow and jockey rather than. Especially on that side, especially on the left when Maguire's playing so narrow or how. Yeah. It, it's just a bit. We look a bit unbalanced. So, the the obviously, the, that is that obviously misuses aerial presence as well. Yeah, <clears throat> which is the one reason I thought Clark might have started because Hughes wasn't fit. Um, Do we know why Hughes is out? Do we know what's wrong with him? Nah, not odd. Not not but odd. Really odd, isn't it? Yeah, because Hughes gives you a lot of protection from set pieces. I thought that's that may be why Clark came in on the right, just for the extra height from set pieces. But you can't set a team up just to defend set pieces because it takes so much so much away from the open play. But obviously they, they were looking at a left back in summer, but I don't think anything will happen there until summer. But it, it needs to because I think he played must have played nearly forty games last season, Hughes. Mm. Apart well, from he missed, was it from like March to the end of the season with that hamstring injury? Missed, played about thirty plus games. I don't think he's probably started more than three or four in a row this season. It's so starting it, yeah, he just can't get going, which is a bit of an issue. Um, but, but all I'd say is you could tell as soon as I think in the probably sixty seconds in, they slipped a ball in the channel between Clark and Bauer. Behind Clark, get Bauer dragged all the way across. And you could just tell that any team that plays against us is going to do that if Clark's playing. Yeah. Because he just can't handle it. Yeah, and then obviously, along with Clark not being good enough, I think it's safe to say Galley's looked off the pace as well the last few weeks. He never plays well against Rovers, though. No, to be fair. He's never had a good game. Since he's... Been back, he's never had a good game against Rovers, so I can't really. Um, he, he, he hasn't played well, he, he didn't play well against Bowen, and he didn't play well yesterday. But I don't, you know, he's never had a good game against Rovers. It says it all when they're all clapping him off as well, doesn't it? Because obviously the contribution he gave to them, but he's a, yeah, I don't think he could have done anything else though. There's no, mm-hmm. no, no, there's nothing else that could create something in that team. You know, there was talk before the game that he was actually going to be out, but I, I was quite surprised when I actually seen him on the team sheet. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if he is carrying a knock and that's hampering him and he's having to play through it because we don't actually have anything else creatively. Mm. Well, he had that issue with his Achilles, didn't he? 
Yeah. It's definitely still. It's definitely still. There's players. Probably, I'd say five or six players in that eleven who are playing through an injury. Because I know both the centre backs are. Pearson yeah. probably is. Pearson looks like he has been all season. Alan, but... Alan Brown's not looked fully fit all season, and obviously Gally Gally does something. <clears throat> it might just be his legs because he's getting on, but the last month or so he's not been. It's just not really made a contribution. But no one in the, the midfield in, as a unit is nowhere near as imposing as it has been. No. But it's the same players, so I don't know. It's it's just a bit stale. It's just all gone a bit stale. I think teams are predictable. I think teams have worked out with playing. They're, they're actually coming with a game plan to actually counter that now. You know, there's no. T- they're actually realising that if you put someone on Pearson and you stick tight to more game, and you, you neutralise Galley, then we're actually because we've no DJ, we're actually missing that extra bit of attacking flair and that that opportunity to to go forward. I mean, because we're relying on pace. Two pacey wide men, a ten that's not really creating. Yeah. And then depends who we have up front. I mean, it's. I, I, I didn't think. We, I thought Maguire were lively, but first half, but he's not a number nine. Mm. It frustrates me that, that we, you know, we've we've gone that route. I thought we actually looked more of a threat when Stockley came on. Um, to be fair, Stockley's growing, growing on me. I thought. If you I didn't, play the I didn't right think way, it was his best game yesterday. I think he did. He definitely he, made an impact, though. He yeah, made, no, he I'm dropped, not he dropped he them. Or... He dropped their centre backs, <clears throat> and he, he made it. He, he made the game more difficult for their centre backs. Definitely. He has improved, hasn't he, in the last what? Was it was it him who played the ball to Maguire over the top as well? I think it might have been Stockley, but I don't so I'd start I start him at home in the next game and just if you get players around him, he will. They had a good things, game against things Carlton earlier in the season, didn't they? Yeah, it was that, it was that game on Sky, weren't it? Yeah, he won the penalty and put himself about quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, that was it. He won, won the, got dragged down in the box in here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you play Stockley, you probably get more out of Brown as well. Yeah. Which is what we're going to have to go with while DJ's out. So. Well, he's back on the grass, isn't he, now? So hopefully that's a matter DJ. of weeks. Yeah. I didn't know that. So yeah, I, I had ended the month before his match fit, or before he's even. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there was a picture on Friday on Facebook or Twitter or something that someone had taken of him involved with training wow. on the grass. So if that's his first day, then yeah, you're probably going to think at least a couple of weeks for him to get some semblance of fitness back, considering he's been out for the best part of a month. Yeah, I month. think. Um... I think Bowden's out for two or three months as well. <clears throat> yeah, was it a tackle from Harrop or something in uh, in training? Yeah. Yeah, that's very sad, isn't it? Unfortunate. So, Not ideal. Nope. Definitely. And then, again, that's the balance is upset a bit there again because you've only really got Barkey you can play off the, off the right. I thought he was quite quiet yesterday. He was. got the ball to him. Yeah. He was so deep, just protecting the fullback. Yeah, because when he when he's having to defend, when he's having to protect Tom Clark, then he's going to be deeper. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. A, I feel sorry for Barkey. I really, and I said this last last week because he's probably our most, he's our biggest threat at the moment going forward, and he keeps getting dragged off after sixty minutes for yeah. 
and Maguire keeps keeps his place, and I, I I just find it really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And we've said for a few weeks, haven't we now, that Maguire probably needs a rest for his own yeah his own sanity. More I don't know it. if it's just, I don't know what it is, but he's played a lot of football, Maguire, and he's just not scoring. So he needs a rest, and he just needs the goals. But 100%. When Barky was, I was, whenever Barky comes off, we never seem to improve when he's gone off. Because he's, he, he, he gets subbed off a lot and we never, we never improve. I think it's, I think subs are a bit of a problem anyway, because no one's actually making an impact when they come on. Yeah. I've not, I don't, I can't remember the last positive sub we've made that's made a, a positive impact on the team. Hmm. I think Stockley, when he's come on in recent weeks, has made not a massive impact, but he's probably changed the flow of the game slightly. Yeah. But there's not a player that we're going to bring on who is going to change the game for us. Really. Obviously, Sinclair got 10 minutes yesterday. He was never going to do anything yesterday. That was for the fans. Or just a a bit of magic. But we don't really have any... You normally bring pace off the bench or trickery, don't you? We'd still have... We've just got more of the same. Yeah. And I think that's why Sinclair is a little bit different because I don't think we've actually got a Sinclair type of player. Someone Mm. who's actually, you know, since we lost Robinson, someone who's actually going to try and... Do something. Do something different, you know, have a bit of creative flow about him. I've seen people saying that maybe you could have an impact like uh, McGeady did. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he's a classy player. Yeah. Well, you don't yeah. you don't achieve what he has in the game by being bang average, do you? We wouldn't wake, break our way such like we have for him to be here no. unless he was going to be able to make a, a real impact. Mm. Um, I, I agree with what he did. You know, it was he, he shouldn't have started him uh, yeah. yesterday because he's not played minutes for six <clears> months. <throat> so don't just chuck him straight into a game. As soon as I walked into the ground, I could hear the Scott Sinclair song. Half past two, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we need him to make an impact because the only thing is, like you said, Jimmy, he's just barely played any footy. I think I just hope that it's not all on him to create something now. Mm. So I hope it's not. I hope it's not get the ball and pass it to Sinclair and like hope. And also, I hope that because he's come in now, he's obviously going to play on the left. I hope that doesn't mean that they're going to just persist with Maguire up front, which which will be which will be a concern, but. Yeah, I mean, if you put in Sinclair on the left, then I wouldn't even mind seeing Maguire just behind Stotley, you know, yeah. just actually playing as yeah. a two, because I think that would benefit Stotley and it'd probably benefit Maguire more. Yeah. The fact that if they do work, if Maguire was just in behind him, at least then you're not going to you're not going to miss Maguire's work rate. Right? You know, he's still going to fall mm. back into the shape, but Stotley does need someone up there with him because yeah. that's when Stotley actually looks like he's making an impact. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Should we call that? Part one. Sam. Sweet. Cheers, boys. I'll see you in part two.
Welcome back to part two of the From the Finney podcast. Uh, we're going to have a chat about the January transfer window or what's left of it and then look ahead to the Charlton game as well at the weekend. So, yeah, I think for me, a striker has to be the priority now. Um, <coughs> yes. Part one. Yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's important. It's an important position to... To strengthen, we don't have many options uh, mm. without resorting to some <clears throat> round yeah. holes. Yeah, the the, the warrior thing is, as soon as Neil announced it, or well, the club announced it. I think Neil said he can play anywhere across the front line, which means he can play. Yeah, about Sinclair, which means he can play up front. Mm. I've seen a few but, Celtic fans on Twitter as well saying that perhaps that they thought perhaps he'd be better suited to us as. Um, playing through the middle because they think he has maybe lost a yard a, a yard of pace, but he's he's a good finisher. Mm. Definitely a good finisher based on what I've seen. I just think, like you said, even before signing Sinclair, going into January, I wanted a striker like desperately. Well, I don't know. It, I don't even know if that said it in the podcast or if he said it just in the break last week, Jimmy, but he, I don't know if you you remember that he said we, we, we probably needed a striker in the summer. Uh, oh, we did. And we then needed. Maltz obviously got an injured, so you could argue that we we now need two. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think our, cha- our priorities have changed from the summer. We needed a full-back, a keeper and a forward, and we still need them. Yeah. You know, we needed someone to replace Robinson, which we've now got. Yeah, but the other three positions still need to be sorted. The issue is Wood and his contract, or not no contract offer, or whatever you want to, whatever's happening with that, that needs resolving. And I still think it does. And whether we go the Premier League loan route, or we go for a League One keeper, or a keeper that's out of favour in this league, mm. and obviously there was talk of the lad at Chef Wednesday at one point, weren't there? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. I think he signed the new deal recently, didn't he? Is yeah. So I, I, we we need one, but where you get one from is you know there's people that are in a lot more money than me to make those decisions. So I don't know. I think it comes back down to our <coughs> scouting network that we discussed last week as well. That you know I don't know where it's at the minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, obviously as well there's a reluctance to look abroad, isn't there? I don't think we've got the capability to. We've no scouts abroad. So you're relying on word of mouth and a bit of thought, a bit of knowledge, aren't you? Like to, for anyone abroad. But if we don't have the capability of actually scouting in, you know, where it'd be the Dutch, French, German, you know, Spanish, wherever you want leagues. Um, where did Luton get that keeper from? They 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 paid decent money for was he um, Croatian? Yeah, like Croatian. That? Croatian. Yeah. That's Sluger, is it? Yeah. yeah. So paid one and a half million for him. I don't think they yeah. even played him at the minute. He well, started the season, didn't he? But I think he had a couple of bad games. Yeah, so that's the issue. Like you could go for the foreign route, but yeah, the one name that I'd heard was Kieran O'Hara, who's on loan at Burton. Yeah, the United lad. Well, the thing is, only twenty twenty one, so obviously that's not an issue. But when you bring it in a keeper now, you know that he's not going to be brought in to like be on the bench. So if you bring in a twenty one year old in. And then you sit and run on the bench. And then he's well, if he makes a clanger, you put a rub back in. Then you're taking him back out. I can just see one of those situations developing. Mm. So, yeah, we've spoken about it in the past, haven't we? Yeah. 
it's a, a delicate a, situation. Yeah, isn't it? Neil's <laughs> dug a bit of a hole with this keeper situation. Might not be through any fault of his own because he wanted yeah, Muric. He wanted Muric, obviously. Muric, obviously. Gone on behind the scenes, theory. Yeah, so that like, obviously we need a keeper. Well, I don't. Well, whether, Ideally, whether we, we do, do need now a keeper. or whether we do it in the summer, we're still going to need a keeper come the yeah. summer. Yeah. It might be worth waiting. We, yeah. we don't, obviously, but my, my concern would be is if such would have done, but if Wood gets a knock, then the <clears throat> the backups to him aren't aren't good enough. Yeah. No. I think I think Ripley's an average League One keeper. At best. Michael Crow, where was he? He was linked to an Irish team when he yeah, well, he was at Ipswich and never played and then was out of contract and we signed him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously some people have spoken about the need for a midfielder um, with a lack of creativity, obviously with Johnson being out. Again, do you think that's something that they'd look at now or wait until the yeah, summer? I think that's going to be one for summer, yeah. personally. Yeah. Because it'll need looking at in summer anyway. Yeah. I think in uh, summer, I think obviously Gally's... I can't see him staying on another year, uh, and if we st- and if we don't go up, I think Pearson will be off. Mm-hmm. So we'll need some major. <clears throat> that that's two of the first names on the midfield gone in summer. If we don't go up, I think. Yeah. So I think that'll be one for summer. Obviously, I think they wanted more out of Bayless than they've got. Ledson's just. <sighs> He's still a young Ledson, but I can't see him ever establishing himself as first name on the team sheet every week kind of thing. It's tough for Ledson, though, because he is playing behind arguably one of the best centre midfielders in the league. I don't think Ledson's like-for-like uh, like at all for Pearson. No, he's a different player. I think he's, I think he's more similar to Brown, Ledson. He's very box-to-box. He's got loads of energy. He's, he's a box-to-box energy player mm, for me. Than... He's not a sitting midfielder. I don't think he is. No. So, I don't think Pearson has to be unavailable for Ledson to play. He's just not playing. But, but that's just how it's been, though, isn't it? Pearson's not available. Ledson's straight in. Yeah, but we've always changed shape when Ledson's coming. True. He's never played as the one in front of the back four. So, True. and then obviously you'd hope DJ will be back Feb, March, April. So you get three months out of DJ. Yeah, and they're probably going to bank on that to change our form, because let's be honest, we're not going to start winning games really until DJ's back. Well, unless we can grind some out. Unless, yeah, we're not going to be we're not going to be flying though, are we? Do you know like we were before? Yeah, yeah. it's not a chance. So it's it's an area that we'll need some looking at in summer. Probably some. I don't know where this came from. Though, it, was a bit it? of talk about Alex Mowat last week. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Alex Barnsley. Yeah. yeah. Haven't we had him before? Yeah, he came on loan years ago. Yeah. Uh, Alex Moat? Yeah. Yeah, like, must have been about 20 at the time. From Leeds? You thinking of someone else? I'm sure it was Alex Moat. Nah, it weren't. You're, are you not thinking of a lad from Crystal Palace who was on loan? I oh, am, no, yeah. I didn't. You're yeah. thinking about the blonde sentiment from Palace? Yeah, what was he called? It was called, yeah, it was called something similar, but it's not Alex Moat. He's got a blonde of a left foot, Alex Mowat. Scored the neat weekend. Good player. He's a bit like Gally, you know. He's a left-footed version. And he's out of contract in the summer. I yeah, think. I think that was one of the things that people were, were saying about him. I don't know if it came from Barnsley fans or not. 
that. It did. It came from Barnsley End. <clears throat> um, so maybe one to look at in summer, but the the we 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 really need a, a, a an attacking left back, just because of the nature of how we set up. Yeah. If you don't get any whip from the left back, there's no whip on the on the left hand side. So obviously there's it's... there's talk of Ale going out on loan again. Um, yeah. And and looking at getting a, a run of games in a better team than Bolton. Well, on about Fleetwood, aren't they? <clears throat> yeah. It was Alex Marrow. Oh, Alex, Alex Marrow. Marrow, that was it. Oh, yeah. Not, not yeah, they're on about uh, going to Fleetwood. They'll probably be the right move for him. They've been interested in, um, in being with Joey Barton. Yeah. That will be, um, be a that, good learning curve. You'd hope so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We were back slow, weren't we, in the summer? We were. We were more than linked. We had a. We put a bid in. And obviously, that's probably not going to happen now because he's starting quite yeah. often. Harvey, isn't he? He's a good player as well. He's very good. I can't believe they were going to. Well, I don't know if they were going to, but we must have had some assurances to put a bid in. But he looks class. Who were they on telly against? Who were on telly last week? Barnsley. Barnsley, yeah, he had a he had a cracking game against Barnsley. He's an actual athletic. Mm-hmm. He can get up to the box, but our fullbacks don't get within the parameters of the eighteen-yard box. They don't get to the byline and whip one back. Um, Fisher, I don't know. Huge, Fisher, huge, I don't know. Fisher, sometimes. I don't. I don't. Fisher. I think. I think our fullbacks cross from about twenty twenty-five yards out. Yeah, but they do they do go they do go past the uh, the winger quite quite a few times. Oh, as I don't well. see it. I just don't see it, especially on the left. I'd say more so on the left, but I don't know if that's just because it's right in front of me where I sit on the funny that I notice it more. Nah, I to me whenever I picture Rafferty crossing, it's crossing from twenty twenty five yards. I think we're and it's easy because it's in front. Yeah, true, true. It's in front of the defenders. Nah. It's easy to defend against. Yeah, I think with Hughes, when you've got a natural fullback, then it's yeah. different. Obviously, they are they're able to get to the byline or they're able to get further forward. But with with Rafferty, he's having to cut back onto his right foot to deliver. Yeah. Uh, so I do think he probably does need to deliver from deep rather than actually get to the byline. Yeah. I think Fisher gets forward quite well when he's playing. Uh, um, he gets forward well. Don't get me wrong. I just I don't I don't know if it's instructions or what. I just think they're a bit reserved still. Hmm. I think the fullback area is limitless going forward. Mm. Free personnel and free tactics. <clears throat> so what do you reckon then this window? Do you reckon it'll be two or three? Including Sinclair? Uh, no, after Sinclair. Do you reckon it'll be another two or... I can't see him signing another three. I think it'll be two, yeah. I'll be happy with one. <laughs> That's maybe <laughs> just me being pessimistic. It'd be interesting what goes out. Yeah. If anything. Janela needs Janela needs to go and get games. Yeah, they're on about him getting a loan, aren't they? Yeah. Obviously, Earl will be going out. Yeah. I'd like they to were, get. I'd like to see the other three, two at least two of the three young lads get out. Baxter. They were. Uh, I think they were offering. Oh, was it O'Reilly? Adam yeah. O'Reilly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think what the club were getting back was he was too small to to go and play in League Two. What level is Altringham? Yeah, uh, non-league, isn't it? Yeah, yeah no, but what what level? Is it uh, National League North? Yeah, 
non-league now. He might have to drop down to that level. It's where uh, Ethan Walker is, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's what that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so. And obviously, Jack Ar- they'll, they'll get Jack Armour back out on loan as well, the left back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at Lancaster. Yeah, so it'll be probably three or four going out. And obviously, they can't loan Hudson out because of the if Ben Davis is unavailable. Yeah. So the thing is, Bayless needs Bayless is not going to play for us. Needs he's not, time, he's not needs gonna, game time, doesn't yeah. it? Especially I don't now. Think they can, they can't loan him out. I don't think they can loan him out though. I, I don't I, because after spending the money they did six months ago, I don't think they've. Yeah. I, I don't think they're able to loan him out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, same that's as Ledson. They're never going to. They'll, they'll never loan Ledson out, <coughs> but he's just not going to play. So it's just I don't know, just just a bit of a tricky one with, with players like that. Same as Story, you can never loan Story out, but he's just not going to play. Yeah, so. my concern is it, it does that hamper that. Well, it's clearly going it to development it, yeah. in, in terms of as players because mm. you know you look at Story twelve months ago, he was he was in the team. You know, we're, we're obviously keeping Hunts out of it. Um, obviously, I think with him being at that age, then. Obviously, that dip in form at the end of the season was always going to come. You know, he's he's learned his craft as a championship yeah. centre half rather than a League Two one. Yeah, and and that's something else as well, isn't it? He's made that jump two levels up as well, so he's obviously going to take time to adjust completely. Yeah, but I don't think he would be improving now, which is the point. No, so well, you yeah. only need to look at Rudd. You know, Rudd's had a run of games now that, like, uninterrupted. And and his form's improved, and like we said, you know, in the last probably two months, he's been one of our best players. Mm. I think he's improved. It's you know, it was 150 games he's played for us yesterday, isn't it? Yeah. But I think he has improved more since Gould's come in as well. That's no detriment to Jack Woodruff at all. But I think you know, having that bit of experience around the training ground is going to help. But, um, you know, he just looks head and shoulders a a good keeper now. Mm. You know, he's. I think he's been a, you know, I've, I've been a bit of a critic of his in the past. I think he's, he was bang average at times last season, if not worse. Yeah. But this season, he's been a good, solid championship keeper, which is what we've needed. Um, is he one of the best six keepers in the league? I, I probably wouldn't say that, but the, he's getting towards that point now where... If, if, solid, if got cash, solid championship keeper. Yeah. And if we got a cash bid for him this window and we had a backup lined up, it wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if we took it. <clears throat> yeah, no, I you, wouldn't. You've got to cash in on a player that's got six months left of the contract. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me that his agent might be touting him about. That's probably where this West Ham link's come from because his agent's probably touting him about if he's got a new one. Yeah. You know, you only ever get a new agent for for one of two reasons. You either want a, you want an improvement in your deal at the minute, or you want to move elsewhere. Yeah. You don't chop and change agents for the sake of it. Yeah. <clears throat> A bit like yeah, Bailey Wright situation, isn't it? You know, from mm. three years ago, Bailey wanted a new contract. Club said wait till wait till January to sort to start talking to him, and lo and behold, he gets a new agent and he gets a move. Yeah, yeah. he's been linked with a move to Sunderland, hasn't he? I think Sunderland, Luton, quite a few. I think it was Rotherham as well. I saw. Not worked out for him. No, no. He, he had a good start <clears> when he <throat> the first two years. He was playing. As a centre half, then he went to right back, and then obviously they've got this. Um, is it Jack? Oh, I can't remember. Is not Callas, is it? Yeah, this Callas is in there now as well. Um, 
the right back's Jack Jaylen, Summer. Jack is. That's him. Um, he's obviously a pacey going forward player, yeah, which he, obviously he's one of the best. Failed. He's one of the best in the league. Yeah, very highly rated. So yeah. you know he's not going to get a look in above that. And people slated Bailey right for going for money and stuff, but it's a short career. I think we've got to realise. Mm. You know, yeah, it's a job for footballers, and yeah, it's eight good years here. And yeah, if he gets a move to get football, then fair play to him. You know, absolutely. I, I don't like it when a, people hold it against players like that. It's, it's a bit childish. It's a short, it's a short career. Yeah. You, you know, I think it's. Mm. You're not telling me that the people that are slagging players off for doing that, if they got an offer to double their money in their job, they're going to turn it down because they're not. Because of loyalty. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's bollocks. At the end of the day, people will move for money, and it doesn't mm. matter what industry or profession you're in. Yeah, so looking ahead to the Charlton game then, it's a winnable game and I think now it's important to start putting some results together. Absolutely. It's I won't, It's not obviously... That nice? Was that at my end? I don't know. Sounds yeah. like, a, like a drill or something. No, it's not. It's not no drills in here. <laughs> no, nah, they've been on a shocking run of form, haven't they? Charlton? Yeah, for a good yeah. few months. Pretty I think since basically, yeah, basically since we played them, they can barely get a win. I think Lyle Taylor's back. Um, he's a good player, but there's something going on with his contract, isn't there? Well, he's been offered yeah. and refused it, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, obviously, still got Gallagher there. They have got some good players, but... Got a few as well, haven't they? Yeah, to be fair, they've been... Yeah, they've had some really... They've had injuries all over the pitch, to be fair, but mm. yeah, they they can't keep a clean sheet and they're not they've stopped scoring really. So Green to come back and have a stormer. Yeah, I don't know if he's played for him yet. I think actually he went straight in didn't he, the other yeah, day. Yeah, but... he did. I saw saw some on Twitter either yesterday or today. People saying that he's he's looked all right. I think he's got quality, but obviously it didn't work out. But yeah, when you're going into that kind of game, they've won. They've won seven games all season. They lost twelve. So, yeah, we just need a win. We just need to win the game. Another, another one like Luton, maybe. Yeah, just grind it out. If you have to. What, yeah. What do you say, Jimmy? Andre Green played full ninety yesterday. Oh, did he? Against West Brom. Their form's not as bad as we think. You know, it's it's not. They are picking up the odd result. I mean. A lot of the games are one nils and or the, you know the quite close games. So they beat Bristol City on Boxing Day. Drawn against QPR away. Drawn against Hull at home with a decent side. You know, beat um, who did they beat the other week? Since, I've got the I've got the results here. Since they since we beat them, they've only, they've only won one game. This is that game. <clears throat> Bristol City. Drawn a lot. Drawn yeah. a lot of games. Yeah, I think they've lost. They've lost five of the last six away, including Millwall away, Luton away, Middlesbrough away. So, if there's a team that you you wouldn't mind playing, it's probably Charlton. Charlton at home. So we just need to the first goal. It it, it gets boring. Alex Neil says it every week, but the first goal is massive. Well, the the last Charlton game was a prime example of that, wasn't it? Yeah, because at the start of the season we were starting games at deep Dale. Very fast, mm. and we're just, we're just 
gone away from that a little bit. But yeah, if we don't win that and then you go to Barnsley on the Tuesday night, then you start getting a bit worried, don't you? I think I'm still I'm still quite relaxed about it. Obviously, we need we just need to start scoring, but we need to win. We, we just need it's not a must win, but I don't think any game in January is a must nah. win. But for, in terms of close. in terms of just for just keeping everyone level headed, mm. it's the kind of game you just got to win. I, I I think I think we'll win. I think we'll win. You know what? I think it's my washing machine. Yeah, I think it might be a washing machine. That. <laughs> it's just it, it's just on spin. Does it take you know? I got the, I got I got the shirts in there for next week, and I? So. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. what I've had it on every Sunday. I've got it on every Sunday. It's just going off its tits tonight. Never heard that before. It's on every Sunday. It's my little routine. It's finished now. Yeah, good. Just on its little um, But at right on cue, I'd say we can probably... Unless either of you two have got anything else to add or you want to say? Uh, I'll just ask for your prediction for the Charlton game, please, Jake. Um, 1-0. One 1-0 nil. One nil to Penny. Yeah. Goal scorer? Uh, Sean Maguire. Minute? Uh, uh, 29th. I bet I'm mad. <laughs> I know you will. I think we'll win it, to be fair. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I do as will well. Sing, do you think Sinclair will start or not? No. I don't think he'll start either. I think he'll get a bit longer. I think he'll maybe get half an hour or something, especially yeah. considering it's at home as well. Yeah, I think the same. I'm going to say he will start. You Ooh. think? Yeah, I think he's <clears throat> a week of training week, under his belt. Week under his, under his week under his belt. So with the players, you know, with obviously Bowden missing now as well. I think it. I think he'll go with Stockley as well. Mm. Uh, I think he'll start Stockley. Who's he dropping? Is, who who should he drop or who is he dropping? Well, he should drop Maguire. Yeah, he's dropping Barkey. So <laughs> that's, that's he'll, he'll drop yeah. Barkey and he'll drop he'll probably drop Harrop mm. and he'll put in Startley and Sinclair and we'll win 2-0 we'll score both goals in the first 20 minutes I'd take that I would take that what about you Ollie? I think it's going to be I think the same as you 1-0 scorer big pat big pat yeah. first, first half second half I think it'll be between 45 and 60. 51. Half. 51 minutes. Yeah. I thought Something you were like watching Sheen finish, mate. Yeah, it's just having a little skit out again. <laughs> just, let it, just let it do its bit. I've got <laughs> I've got an important week in Ellesmere Port. That's good to get on the pod, isn't it? Yeah. Shout out to the washing machine. Unless you two have got anything else to add, then um, to quote me every week, and Ollie's going to take the piss, I think we'll call that a pod. Spot on. Sound. Sound, right. Enjoy your weeks away, boys. Nice one. Yeah. Um, yeah, cheers for listening to episode 28 of the From The Finney podcast. As I say, every week we're on all social media platforms. By the way, shout out to our Twitter followers. We are, I think we're at 1,229 at the time of recording, which, considering we're not even 12 months old yet, that's not bad going. Not like you're checking on, on an hourly basis. 
Um, yeah, so if you're not following us on there, go and give us a follow. And if you want to email us about anything or about the sponsorship, uh, as I said at the start of the show, it's from the funny at gmail.com. Yeah, cheers, boys. Thanks very much. Nice one, nice one. Nice one. Yeah. Yeah. See you later.